0: Today's daf Saita is daf Chav. We are starting at the Mishnah about a fifth of the way down the page, Chav Amud Aleph. There are three parts in today's sugya. The first part in today's sugya is going to discuss the woman's capacity to back out depending on what she says and the point in time that she wants to back out. And then it will continue on to discuss the outcome if she was mezana when she drinks the water in gory detail as well as the machlokis if you're supposed to teach a woman Torah. We'll see, we'll get into that. And the Gemara will discuss on this point, um, the, the next point, excuse me, the Gemara will discuss, the next point is going to be, if you're allowed to put Kankantum into the Ksav of a Sefer Torah. We'll have a discussion what Rameir used to do, what he told his Rebbeim, and then we'll have a discussion of the Tanoim in Rameir's opinion and a machlokis about that. And we'll see what the Nafkaminas are as well. The final point of the day will clarify for us who the Tana of our Mishnah is in regards to two points. One is regarding the order of the Mincha versus drinking, and S'chus being toilet. and two is how many years or how long the S'chus is toilet for. We'll find who the Tanoim are, that are the author of our Mishnah. Says the Mishnah, if at a fifth of the way down Chaf Madalif. Before the Megillah was erased, Amra, the woman said, so I don't want to drink," so she's perfectly acceptable. To accept, it's perfectly acceptable for her to say it at that point. and so her Megillah is buried, means it's kisvah to some degree. is Now, literally, that means her mincha is scattered on the ashes. But really, what it means is it's placed in the same place that they would put psule invalid korbanos that need to be burnt. Because right, the Mincha was sanctified, so it's burnt. The Ein Megillah is not acceptable to give another sota to drink. We're going to see in the Gemara, there's actually a Machlekes about this, but this Shita holds it has to be written L'Shma for the sake of the sota herself, so this wouldn't be acceptable for another sota. However, Nimchika Megillah, if the Megillah was already erased in the water of and then she says, ani. Now, if she said I'm meaning she was Mizanes, so she's already Bidukah, she's already checked, she admitted her guilt, there's no Shila anymore. So then and the water is spilled. Out and And again, her karbot Mincha is burnt. however, if they erase the Megillah of and then she says any she doesn't say to me'ani, she says, I just don't want to drink. Now this doesn't resolve the suffix, because we don't know when she says, I don't want to drink, if she's actually mezana or not. So then, once the Megillah was already erased, ma'arin, iso, mashkin, oiso, balkarcha, she is forced to drink against her will. The Mishnah goes on to explain what happens if she was actually Mizana. So after she drinks, she doesn't even finish drinking. marika, Her face turns greenish, means sickly. Her eyes bulge gidin, and she becomes filled with uh, veins. The people in the Azara would say, take her out of the Azara, in order that she does not contaminate with Tuma, the Azara. Now we'll see in the Gemara what Tuma we're talking about here. And the Gemara now goes on to tell us there could be a scenario even though she was Mizana, <coughs> she'll have an extension of time before she dies. If she had a merit, it would uh, give her an extension. Some merits that she could have would let her live for a year. Some merits, some mitzvahs, we'll see later what these are, would let her live for two years. And Some merits would allow her to live for another three years. Mikan, and based on the fact that schus could allow her to live even if she was Mizane, Amar ben Azzeh, ben Aze used to say, is a person has to teach his daughter toira, because if she should drink the waters of the sota and she was mezaneh, and she doesn't die, she should know that it's not because the waters are ineffective, but it's because she had a schus, that prevented the waters from being effective immediately. So said Ben Azai, therefore, that your mitzu- your to teach your daughter at least this halacha in Torah so that they don't doubt the veracity and the power of the waters of Saita. Okay. We'll discuss this more in the Gemara. tiflos. Anyone that teaches his daughter, Torah has taught her Tiflis. This word Tiflis is a strange word. What it sounds to be is like, has taught her immorality or promiscuity. So, the Gemara will discuss exactly what, what the Pshatan that is. We'll see in the Gemara. A woman prefers a small amount of food, a kav of food, vitiflus, and again promiscuity or intimacy, metish kav then much more food and uh, separation or abstinence from her husband. We'll see in the Gemara also what this statement is saying. Who Iyarim Reb Yeshua used to say, "Chasid shaita arum." If you have a pious uh, fool, a fool who is pious, and a rasha arum, a conniving rasha, the isha prusha, an abstinent woman, umaka is prushin, and a parosh, somebody that apparently practices abstinence, like he seems like he's. Uh, special in a certain way, but he's Makus Prussian. He has uh, the injuries of such a person. Rashi throws in over here, which we'll see in the Gemara as well, somebody that strikes himself into the wall to show that he's so humble. These are people that uh, destroy the world. We'll see in the Gemara the examples that the Gemara gives for these four categories and what the detriment of each of them is. Now moving on to the second point. Amr abut ha'mr shmol bishwim ravi meyer. Rabut ha'mr shmol say the name of a so this is really Rab recording what he used to do. When I learned Torah by Rabbi Akiva, so this is Mayer saying, when I learned Torah by Rabbi Akiva, I used to put kankantum. Kankantum is this copper uh, ink that is a permanent nature into the ink that I would write Sifri Torah with. But lamreli Akiva never said anything to me. Kishabaas, the eight al Rabi Ishmael, when I came to Rabbi Ishmuel, Ammar Lee, Rabishmal said to me, Beni Mamalaktiha, what do you do? What is your profession? Marti said to him, Lav I'm a sofer. So Ammar Lee Rabbi Ishmal said to me, says Reb Mayor, my son, have a you should be careful. Shame lahtiha, malachat You should be careful that your work is heavenly work, means you're very careful about it. Why? Shema Because you might leave out one letter, or you might add one letter. And it'll end up that you destroy the entire world. Rashi explains over here, because in writing a sefer Torah, let's say you leave out the word Hashem M's. So if you leave out the Aleph, so the implication is you're saying that Hashem is dead. That's where you leave out one letter. The implications are terrible. Or if you add one letter, instead of writing Barashas, Baro you write Baro'u God's created the world also. This is totally k'fira. So Rabbi Yishmol said, make sure you write every letter properly. You don't add or subtract, which could result in a terrible implication. So martyler I'm may respond to Rabbi yeshli. I have this Item, that I put into my ink, the it's called kankantum. It's this permanent copper ink. Now the response is unclear what that is. So Amar Lee, Rabbi Shemal said, Are you allowed to put that copper ink into the dio? But the Torah says by umacha. it says that the ksav has to be erasable. It has to be a ksav that is able to be erased. Now, Rashi throws in over here, I really will appreciate this more later in the sugya, Rabbi Yishmael's opinion was that you can erase the scroll of a Sefer Torah for sota, And therefore, if you put the concantum into it, it wouldn't be acceptable to be used for that purpose anymore. So therefore, let's read the Torah. You can erase it from the Torah, but nor do you need when you don't need ksav So therefore, he was really just being mocked on the parsha sota that's written in a sefer Torah, he said, if you write it with Kankantum you no longer be allowed to erase it from the Torah. So you shouldn't do that on the parsha sota that's in the sefer Torah. So now the Gemara analyzes the story. Maika Lee, what was Rabbi Yishmael saying to Rabbi Meir? Uma'ika Mahaderle, and what was he responding? I mean, what triggered the response that Rabbi Meir said, I put kankantum into the DO? What, what what does that resolve? Because really, Rabbi Yishmael was saying, make sure you don't add or subtract letters. And the response is, I put kankantum. Well, what does that help you? So, this is what Reb was saying to Rabbi Yishmael for sure there's no problem of subtracting or adding letters because I'm a professional that's not going to happen even if you'd be concerned for a fly perhaps it'll fly on the corner or the crown of the Dalit and it'll turn the Dalit into a Reish which could be a problem Like uh, where it says uh, so, which is a negative implication, the response to that was Remeir said, I put this kankantum, which is a permanent nature, and even if a fly would go onto it, the corner of the dalid would not be removed because it was permanent, and there would never be such an issue. So that was Remeir's response, and that's the resolution of that story. The Gemara says, but one second. Eini, is it true that this was the order of the storyline? We have a Bryce that seems to invert the story. Amar um, Abimei, Rabimei says in the Bryceah, huh? Kisho Ayisi Loma Tarot Rabbi Yishmael, is when I learned Torah by Rabbi Yishmael, he was the first person he learned by. Ayisi I used to put Kankantum into the ink that I would use for writing Sifrei Torah, but Lo Amar Li he never said anything. Kisho Ba'asi Rabbi Akiva Rabbi Akiva, when I went to learn by him, he prohibited the use of this do. So we have a double contradiction. We have a contradiction who he served first, it means in the first incident we said he was by Rabbi Akiva first, the second Rabbi Yishmael first, and in the first instance, instance Rabbi Akiva is not the one who asked the kantum. The it was Rabbi Yishmael. In the second, story, Rabbi Akiva is the one who prohibited it. It could be the order of service is not difficult because initially he came in front to learn by Rabbi Akiva but he couldn't get clarity by him. So Rashi explains, because Rabbi Akiva was so brilliant, that Rabbi Akiva could say to Rabbi Meir, this halacha is tahor, and show him why it would be tahor. And then he would say, this is halacha is tameh," and he would also give a good raya why it's tameh. It means he couldn't appreciate, because he couldn't hold in svarah with uh, Rabbi, Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Akiva's great wisdom yet. So, Aslokamid Rabbi He went over to Rabbi Yishmoel, the Gomor Gomorrah. He learned the tradition. It means he learned the Mishnaiyas. He learned the oral tradition so that at least he could have a basis to even discuss the ramifications after. So, Hadra Aslokamid Rabbi Akiva. And then he went back to Rabbi Akiva, Savar Svar. He was able to understand the why, the reasonings behind things, and he, can hold, he could hold up with Rabbi Akiva's uh, great wisdom. So it could be the two braysoys complement each other. It was Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Shmalt, and then Rabbi Akiva after. Ella asra, asra But at the end of the day, the difficulty remains, which is who prohibited the Kankantum, and that's a contradiction. And the Gemara says kasha, we leave that unresolved. Continues the Gemara. Now we're going to have a, a further discussion within the opinion of Rabbi Meir about the use of Kankantum. Tanya, Rabbi Yuda, I'm a higher at Meir. Rabbi says, Rabbi Meir used to say, you. you can always put kancantum into the ink, turning to Chafmur Beis, besides for Parsha Saita in any safer Torah. You're not allowed to put kancantum into it. Rabbi Yaakov said in the name of Rabbi Meir, specifically, you're not allowed to put concantum into the scroll that was to be used in the Beis Mikdash for Saita. But in general, Sifrei Torah, and in the Sefer Torah in Beis Hamikdash Mikdash, make a difference. In every Sefer Torah, you're allowed to put concantum into VDO. Ma'a benayu, what's the nafka between Rabbi Huda's version of Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yaakov's? the difference would be, are you allowed to erase? the <clears throat> sota using let to use mesota using the scroll of the parsha sota from the sefer torah itself according to Rabbi Yehuda, you could since you could according to Rabbi Yehuda, you can't put kancantum since you could according to Rabbi Yehuda, you could use the sefer torah uh, parsha sota so therefore, you can't put kankantum even in the Sefer Torah's Parsha Sota. Rabbi Yaakov says you cannot erase from the Parsha Sota in the Sefer Torah. So therefore, you could put kankantum in the Parsha Sota of the Sefer Torah because anyways, you can't use that. The only thing you wouldn't be allowed to is the actual Parsha Sota you're using for the mesota. So the word says, based on this, Vahani tanoi tanoi. Let us assume this basis of the machlekis Rabbi Yaakov and Rabbi Yehuda is the same as the following machlokis tanoi. The because there's a machlokis on the following bryso. Tanakama of the Brihis says, And this is like the Tana of our Mishnah also on That the Sota, who her, who her scroll ended up not being used, it's not acceptable to give another Sota to drink. And the Gemara assumes why is that? Because it wasn't written for the other woman's sake. This is like Rabbi Yaakov's sheet. you can't use a Sefer Torah because it wasn't written for her sake. Rabbi Achi Bar Yoshia Oimer, Says, it's not like our original Mishnah. Rabbi bar Yosheh says it is acceptable to give another sota to drink because even though it wasn't written in Lashma, it's acceptable. And it seems to be like Rabbi Yehuda's opinion, you can use the for Torah as well, even though it wasn't written for the sake of the sota. So the Gemara gives two Pirchas, each one explaining how each of the two Tanoim in the second Brisa could agree with both Tanoim in the first Brysa. Um, Amr of Papa, a Papa says Dilma Lohi. Maybe it's not true that this machlokis is parallel. Adkan like Amartanakama Hasim Tanakama only says in the second Braissa that the sota's scroll isn't acceptable for another sota, de Intek since it was already removed only for the sake of Lashum excuse me, for the sake of one woman, meaning it was designated for one woman, It cannot be redesignated for another woman. de but perhaps. Tanaka'ama of the second b'risa will say, if it comes to the Sefer Torah, it's written in general without any specific intention. He'd be moidah to Rabbi Yehuda that it could be used for parsha sota, for the erasure in the mei sota. And the Gemara goes, similarly, you can go the other way. Rabbi like, Yehuda only says in the second b'risa that you can use the skull written for one woman for another it at least was written for the general curses of Saita, but the Torah, where it's written to learn from, it's not written for the Sota purposes, for Me Sota, perhaps Rav Acha bar would agree with Rabbi Yaakov that it cannot be erased from a Sefer Torah because that wasn't written for the Parsha Sota sake in the Beis HaMikdash at all, and therefore he had to concede with Rabbi Yaakov as well. So therefore these two machlokesim are not necessarily contingent on each other asks the Gemara, Rabbi Yachim bar Yehoshia, Leslie, lagarish, Esishta vanimlach. Rabbi Yachim bar not agree with the Mishnah and Gittin that says if a person wrote a get to divorce his wife Venimlach, but he retracted, he didn't want to anymore. But then he found someone in his city and he said, my name and your, my wife's name are the same as your name and your wife's name. So the Mishnah of is but you're not allowed to use that for divorce. the fact that he says over here you could use this document that was written for one saitha to erase for another site seems to disagree with the Pesach by Gittin. So the Gemara answers is a distinction based on the Psukim. Amri hasam by Gittin, the Psuk tells us it has to be written for her. Amrachmanah. Torah tells us by you know, has to be written for her sake. So if it was written for another woman, the get is invalid. Hachenami, <laughs> the Gemara says, but one second, here also by sight of Assalah, the Torah tells us it has to be made for her. So why would Rabbi Akhbar Yoshi say it's acceptable to use the scroll written for one sota for another? Our answer is my mechika. When it says Asiya, it doesn't mean the writing of the scroll, it means the erasure in the water. And since it was even though it was written for the other woman, as long as it's erased in the waters of this woman, it would be acceptable. Continues the Gemara, our Mishnah told us, we said immediately after she drinks the water, her face turns green, she begins to develop the uh, punishments that are recorded in Parsha Saitas. The Who is the author of this Mishnah? The Resha. Rabbi Shimon, because he holds that the order, as we explained over the last couple days, is that they would give, bring the karban Mincha and then she would drink the water. Because before the Minchas brought, we know the waters is not in checkered, because the Pasuk calls it Mincha Zikaran Avon. It calls the mincha that she brings a remembrance that reveals the sin, which means it's the mincha that's crucial in order for the sota outcome to take effect, and therefore the gemara says it must be the mincha was brought prior so that when she drinks immediately the effects are seen. But ema seifa, the gemara says the seifa is not like Rabbi Shimon because the seifa says yesh l'schus ha'isetaylala. The seifa of the Mishnah said that schus would be effective to prevent her from dying. Atan the rabbanan. That's like the rabbanan Sheet. because according to Rabbi Shimon, amar We learned earlier in the Masechta Rabbi Shimon and we're we'll going to learn soon also, that Tzchus is not effective to prevent her from dying. So it seems to be that the Reish is like Rabbi Shimon, the Sefer is like the Rabbanan. Amar of Chiz, the answer is no problem. Hamani Rabbi Akiva, he, this Mishnah follows the opinion of Rabbi Akiva, the Amar, who says, regarding the order, he holds like Rabbi Shimon, the Mincha was brought before the drinking, but in regarding schus, he holds like the Rabbanan that Tzchus would-be toilet would prevent her from dying if she had the appropriate merit. Continues the Gemara. We said in the Mishnah that people would say, Get her out of the Azara so she shouldn't make it Tameh. So, my time, what's the reason? What type of Tumah is it that we're trying to avoid happening in the Azara? The mesa? So, Lechayret means because she'll die. Lamemer, the Gemara says this would imply. A mase aster be machan that a mase a dead person is prohibited in machan elavia the nazar is machan elavia the problem is we know that that's not true He quoted this in meseches nazir as well va'tanya but the brayta teaches tame mase motul ikhanis lemachan that someone who is tame Mace means he came in contact with a dead body is permitted to be in machan elavia. Even a dead body itself is permitted in Machina Leviyah. As we learned earlier in the Masechta, we said, Moshe took the bones of Yosef out of Mitzrayim, and it says, with him. What do you mean with him? In his area, in his a uh, Specific um, location. What does that mean? He was Machanelavia Moshe Rabbeinu, and yet he brought the bones of Yosef out of Mitzrayim into his encampment. So you see that the, even a dead person is allowed to be a Machanelavia. So, therefore, what's the concern of Toma here that she dies in the Azara if it's regarding Tomas Mace? So, Rabbi Yabai says that's not the concern. Shemmatifroi's Nida, maybe out of the sudden fear that will occur when she realizes she's about to die, that will cause her to become a Nida, and Nida's taka asriu Machanelavia says this would imply that Marafia that fear causes a woman to become loose literally, what it means is causes her to uh, menstruate. Gemara says in, that's true, because we know in, in Megillah Esther, it says when, when Esther receives the news of the terrible decree that Haman put forth, it says, That literally means she became very fearful. But we expound, to mean like the innards or the hallows of her body became loose. Because of fear, she became a Nida. Asks the Gemara of Ha'anon Tenan, but we learned in the Mishnah of Moseches, Nida, Damim. That there's halach ramifications to the fact that fear prevents a woman from menstruating. So the Gemara says, Lachayr, it's the exact opposite. So the Gemara answers, it depends what kind of fear you're dealing with. Pach samis, a slow. Uh, worry or fear that doesn't happen suddenly, that can a, dry a woman up, meaning it prevent her from menstruating. But a sudden fear could cause a woman to become a nida, and that's what we're discussing here in the Mishnah, because in the, the Mishnah here we're saying is that now her sudden immediate fear that she's about to die based on the con, uh, consumption of the sota concoction could cause her to become a nida, to say, get her out, so that shouldn't happen in Machina Levia. Continues the Mishnah. The Mishnah told us, "Yesh laschus ha'isatoila las." We said a schus that she could have would prevent her from dying for one, two, or three years. Says the Gemara, "Money Well, who is the author of this part of the Mishnah? It's not him. Ish it's none of these three shtitas, the Tanya, because the Brisa says as follows: The first opinion, the Brisa says, a schus could prevent her from dying if she was Mizana and she drank the meisita for three months. Why? Enough time to determine that a woman is pregnant. That's when you could see her stomach pops out, her uh, abdomen pops out, that she's pregnant. That's her, uh, Abba Yossi ben Hanan's opinion. Rashi explains. This opinion is based on Venixa, Venizra Azara. There could be a cleanliness, meaning if she has a schus, Kideizri What does it mean? Enough time that her. Uh, her symptoms will imp- imply that she's pregnant. So it means to say that for three months, she can have a hold off on her death. So the second opinion says, actually, she has up to nine months. It says, it says, she'll be clean, meaning, can prevent her from dying. The time to produce child. And it says, Khaf bays. Zerah uh, Avdanu yisupar. Child will serve him, Yesuper, and tell over. How do we expound this? Zerah ha'oray lisapeh. means the definition of child is someone that's able to talk. What do you mean able to talk? So Rashi explains, enough time to come to fruition, to be born, and then tell over praises of Hashem. That's what the Pazakim Tehillim is talking about. But the way we interpret here is, the next of an Israel Zara means she'll have a uh, extension of time, enough time to have a child that would theoretically be able to talk after the fact. That's nine months. Aleimer, the third opinion of the Brisa says, that she could have up to twelve months." Even though there's no meforosh or Raya in the P'sukim, to support this shita, There is a mention of it. Sefer Daniel, the P'sukim tell us when Nevuchadnezer has a has a scary dream and he turns to Daniel, he asks him to interpret, and he says back. Daniel says, "Lahein Milki um, Daniel says. Uh, to, to you, the king I 'm giving you good advice uh, and your uh, sin with charity you should redeem and your iniquity uh, with being kind to the poor it means Daniel tells him is if you want to push off the punishments that you saw in your dream that will befall you, so give presents to the poor, take care of them. Turn tofa to and they will be an extension of your peace. V'xiv in the Pasuk tells us that all the things that he saw in his dreams, all the terrible punishments that were supposed to befall him did occur. V'xiv in the Pasuk says that it only occurred after 12 months. This is a Zecher You see, there was an extension of 12 months because he did certain zchuyah, certain positive things. But the bottom line is, what do you see? That all these three shittas don't seem to concede with the Mishnah's assumption that it could be up to three years. So where's the Rabbi Really, the tone of our Mishnah could be like Rabbi Vitani, And he had found a pasuk that said and repeated, meaning we're about to show in a moment. There's another reference in Nach that seems to imply it's an actually, that this 12-month period, as implied by Nevuah Netzar, that's an extension for punishment based on schuyos, is even. Three times that. How, what do we find? Chsivan almost is a navi. He says, "For three sins of Adam, I will leave them, but the fourth, I'm not going to." So the Gemara says, "What do you see from here? Three more units of time, like Nevu which is 12 months. A person could theoretically, or Malchus Edom, the the, uh, the nation of Edom was released. Beyond that, not. So similarly, we could say is that." In general, also perhaps by a soita, the 12 months as referred to by Nebuchadnezzar is actually 12 times 3, as is implied by the Malch by Edom. So the Gemariah says, So then if so, why is it only not a Raya, it's only a Zecher? it's a good Raya. So the Gemara answers, Perhaps it's only true that by the Goyim they get this kind of an extension, extended time, up to three years. But that's only because the din is not... they, they're not punished by din in this world. Rashi explains what it means is is that in general, HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't bring punishment on them in this world quickly because he wants them to get their benefits in this world and then complete, be completely destroyed for the next. But the Jewish people perhaps they're punished quicker and therefore you can't because HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants them to be punished in this world and have all their schuyos returned in the next. So maybe they would be punished in a shorter time frame and you can't necessarily bring a raya from the Goyim's punishments to that of a sotah in general how long her schuyos would, would give her as an extension. We're stopping here at the top of Chaf Aleph Mud Aleph as Hashem will pick up tomorrow with Chaf Aleph. Everybody have a wonderful day.